Online education isn't another thing we do. It's all we do. Blog Talk Radio. Yes, yes, y'all. You are now listening to the sound of the shofar blowing. The shofar is a ram's horn that's blown to inspire the people to do their thing. And the shofar is blown to coordinate a queen or a king. And today the shofar is being blown to call us to cultivate our inner powerhouse. Now listening to Faux Show Holistic Health on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Shofar, from Faux Show Energy Work. And today my guest is Rory Kuntz, Jr., uh, Rory is on the Men's Health Fitness Council. He has a master's in personal training, and he is a national and state and world natural powerlifting federation world record holder. So with that, I want to go ahead and bring Rory on. Rory, how you doing? Good, how are you? Well, man, I love hearing that. Love hearing that. Thank you, first off, for being on the show. Uh, thank you for the introduction. Oh, no question. When I came across you on, on the Instagram, had to go ahead and reach out to you. So definitely want to go ahead and, and, and get into this and everything. Uh, you know, we've been going back and forth by text and email, and uh, your story is very inspiring. And usually I don't get people to do their backstory, uh, but I feel like yours is so inspiring. I really want the, 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 the guest out there to, to hear. So if you wouldn't mind, just share a little bit with the family about who you are and how you got here? Um, as he said, my name is Roy Coach Jr. I have cerebral palsy. When I was born, I weighed one pound thirteen ounces, which means I came wow. at thirty-six weeks gestation. Um, wow. so the doctors told my mother that I would never be able to see, hear, speak, walk, and I would have no use of my left side whatsoever. Okay. Um, needless to say, that wasn't in God's plan. Um, mm. I am now 30 years old, and uh, as previously mentioned, I do uh, hold a master's in personal training, but I also hold a degree in sports nutrition, and I, I also hold a metabolic conditioning certification. Um, so I'm a certified metabolic conditioning coach. I am the only one wow. in the state of Delaware. Wow. Um, also, he mentioned my powerlifting. Uh, I'm a three-time world powerlifting champion. Who wow. holds national and world championship records to this very day that were set in 2009. I did what's called a power curl. Uh, a power okay. curl and or a strip curl is basically where you take an easy curl bar and you curl it with having your shoulders locked and you can use your legs to do an upward momentum swing. Okay. Uh, but you have, you have to have the control on the way up and then when you come up, you have to hold it uh, for about a two-second uh-huh. pause, maybe longer. The reason why I say longer is because the judges are looking to see if the weight is shaking. So you have to have wow. complete control of the weight up 
complete control of the weight at the top and complete control of the weight back down. In my case, I do it from a seated position. So I don't have use of my left. And so Rory, just, I, I want to, I don't mean this, but I just want to paint the picture. Why are you doing it from a seated position? Can you tell the family why you're doing it from a seated position? Well, with the cerebral palsy, I am one of the fortunate ones where I am able to, um, I'm able to walk. I walk with a walker, but um, I still have slight balance issues. Okay. So, so standing and doing uh, certain things aside from using my body to move around can be somewhat difficult at times. Um, okay. So depending on what the task is, it's sometimes better to be um, stable. So wow. for this for this particular uh, event, they would not allow me to stand. So fun, the funny thing is I trained for this event standing, um, leaning against benches, leaning against walls, all these different things. But when it came to uh, Federation rules, it was um, found that it was legal for me to sit. Um, rather than lean against a wall or a bench or what have you because they would consider that uh, cheating. So okay. I'm the only one on record to sit in a wheelchair. Um, so basically what happens with that is before you notice that I mentioned that you have the upward momentum swing of your legs. Right. I don't have that being in a seated position. So what's happening is it's my core and my biceps. So I'm going mm. from my lap up, I'm holding, and then I'm bringing down slow. Because when you power gotcha. throw, you have, you have three commands. You've got the curl, right. and you've got two commands. You've got the curl, okay. and then you've got the down, you've got the down command. And as I mentioned before, the biggest part of that is the stabilization, because you want to be able to control the weight. So, um, as of right now, I hold the power curl record at a 120-pound curl. At the time, I believe I weighed 120. So, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Again, I don't mean that, but sometimes, man, you have to repeat things just so it sinks in with people, man. How much are you? How much did you do? Uh, 220. What? At uh, 120 pounds. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so basically, um, it weighed more than my torso because, um, it's like I said, wow. it's just my, it's just my biceps that's doing the work. I have no, no drive, no kemp, no, uh, leaning forward. I can't even use my back because I have, um, stations against the chair. So, um, right. it's just, it's all arm power, just horsepower, I guess you would call it. Um, so there's that. Also, I wanted to mention that, uh, in 2016, I mm -hmm. became the Natural Mr. Olympia wheelchair bodybuilding champion. Got it. So there's also wow. that. Wow. 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 So, so let's just run that back for a minute, Roy. Hold on. Hold on. So you went from, uh, one pound, 13 ounces to, Power lifting, uh, power curling, uh, two, what'd you say, 220? 220. 240. 240, y'all. Come on.
come on now. <laughs> when they told you, you know, when they, you know, well-meaning, you know, they, they, they meant well and everything, but they told you that you wouldn't have the, 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 the use of the left side of your body and that you wouldn't be able to see and blah, 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 blah. And here you are doing mm-hmm. these amazing things. Absolutely. Because, you know, as you said, they meant well, but they don't have the final say. So, <laughs> you know. Say, say that again for them, Roy. They don't, they don't want it. They don't have the final say. Wow. You know? Right. Wow. Well, so let's, let's break down a little bit of the mindset because obviously you have a powerful body you know, doing that, but what are some of the things that you do to prepare yourself, uh, say like, to, you know, let's, let's say when you set that world record, what was the mindset that you got yourself in? Uh, the mindset I go into um, anything with everyday life is that the impossible is possible. That's what I live by. That's what I breathe. And what that means is that it's more than just a uh, physical thing. It's beyond physical. It's mental. So you mm-hmm. have to first conceive it, and then you can achieve it. I'm sure you've heard it said that way before. Uh, right. Basically the same thing. Which you, which you imagine yourself doing, uh, you're going to do. Uh, that applies to every aspect in life, not just lifting uh, insurmountable weights and objects and what have you. So um, that's always my mindset going in. Going into any competition, training is always the hardest part, right? They say mm-hmm. that once, once the training is finished, everything after that is fun. So probably the day before any competition I enter, I won't be around too many people. As a matter of fact, I'll be by myself. I might have close friends and family on a general, but I'll take time to sit by myself, relax, watch uh, maybe a couple of Rocky montages or something of that nature mm-hmm. to get myself mentally prepared for what I have to do, to get myself pumped up. I might listen to a certain record or, you know, just, just different things. But the most important thing with that is to visualize the win and then go and do it. When I was going for the Mr. Olympia, a lot of people who don't know, because a lot of people that know me personally or meet me say I have an outgoing personality, but posing posing on stage was something that I had to get used to. Because it's a whole whole different dynamic of lifting something versus, you know, taking your clothes off and, and holding certain poses and certain commands and all these different things because you, you have to display your body parts in a specific manner for scrutiny. Mm. Good good scrutiny, but scrutiny nonetheless. Right. Because you're being you're being judged. So that requires a lot of controlled breathing. So you have to be able to control your breath. You have to be able to hold your pose and still display and mind you, you're in a caloric deficit during the time because obviously you dial down and do certain things to get ready for a show, especially being right. a natural athlete. So my whole point in saying that was, I had to go mm-hmm. all the way around to come back. My whole point is that during the Mr. <laughs> Olympia, because I was so dry, mm-hmm. I began to have cramps. As a matter of fact, 
fact, I had a really, I had a really bad crap before we went on for the night show. Prejudging is, you know, where you go through your mandatories, they look at you. But the night show is when you perform. So about a minute before they called me to perform my routine, I started to have a crack. And it wasn't like my muscles seized up, but it was like, you know, you can feel it. It's like a throbbing kind of. So I took a five-hour energy, I downed it really quick, and I hopped on stage and I did what I was supposed to do. You know, so when you when you speak of uh, mental power, I think mm-hmm. there's something to be said for the mind being the most powerful thing. When I was growing up, you know, um, I watched Arnold Schwarzenegger, I watched Bruce Lee, and all of these different things. Like most people, I also have six different black belts and six different disciplines. But um, wow. we'll, get, we'll get into that in a second. I grew up watching all of these people, and I grew up watching sports. And people always kept talking about how they can enhance themselves and how far they could push themselves. But what I began to realize at an early age when I was about eight was that mm-hmm. I've never seen anybody like me. Mm-hmm. So being that I've never mm-hmm. seen anybody like me, I didn't have anything to go off of. Right. So then it kind of became, okay, well, you're not like them. So how far can you push you? How far can mm-hmm. you go? You know, I... I... I feel like that's very important out there for the family. But sometimes, you know, Rory, we, we have a lot of different, uh, very unique people on the planet right now that are bringing forth some really new and, and different things to this to the planet, you know, to, to, to change things up. And so you don't have a blueprint necessarily when you're doing that. You know, you may have someone that's similar or – but so could you go a little bit more into that, like, you know, making your own lane? Uh, I, I believe that making your own lane is uh... – not necessarily important. Important is not the word I want to use. I want to use the word mandatory. I believe making your own name is mandatory mm. because because you are supposed to stand out. Mm. God God made us all uniquely different, and for good reason. We don't look the same. We don't talk the same. We don't. Our body structures are not the same, and I don't feel like people embrace that enough. Um, let me make let me make it a little more clear. Let me let me say it like this: If I was able to walk and able to do the things that everybody else did, and I was still bodybuilding and I was still powerlifting and I still had all these records and all these different martial arts and all these different sports that I competed in and won for all these years, ever since I can remember, how many people would pay attention to me? And right. I say that because there's a lot of us out there. You know, the guy that you're next to in the gym is muscle bound, right? Everybody wants to be a Mr. Olympia. Everybody, that's what it is. But right. I feel like God made me this way because there was a, a bigger purpose. Not here, let me see if I can make somebody walk. He did that already. So I believe with me, his thing was, let me let them see another mirror. Let me see what I can take this the way it is and watch what I do. And he's right. done it through me. I'm a vet, but he's done it. So that's, that's the way I, I, I look. That's powerful. Okay. Wow, man. So making your own lane is not important, but it's mandatory. Yeah, you know, mandatory. it's imperative. Because we're not here to be the same, you know. So we're here to express our uniqueness, and I agree with you totally on that. Um, that's something that in uh, this machine culture and 
you know, cookie cutterness, uh, we is somewhat been lost. So um, it's really good to be to have that message brought back. I want to ask you this: I, I see, I saw in your pictures that you had people there with you, that you had people, uh, you know, supporting. Or can you speak a little bit about having a good supporting, um, you know, uh, you know, family or friends or whatever? I believe all of that is important: family, friends, uh, mentors, mm-hmm. uh, especially mentors. And you don't have to know someone personally for them to be a mentor. But I believe all all of that um, is important because it you draw from it. We draw strength from people. Everybody stands on the back of somebody else. Right, right. So you know you need that encouragement when you are putting in those long hours in the gym. You're putting in those long hours in the classroom. You're putting in those long hours to become an herbalist and study plants and study medicine and, and all the different things that, you know, you, you're doing and what have you. Right. Um, so that, that's definitely important. When I was, I think I was about five or six, and I had to go to the bathroom one night. And I got up, and, uh, you know, I called to my mom. She didn't wake up. She was asleep. And um, I called to the bathroom, and I knew I had to turn the light switch. So I put my hand on the wall, and I guided myself along the wall and leaped up to get the light switch. Mm-hmm. And I went to the bathroom, and I turned it off, and my mom wakes up, and she says, well, how would you do that? I said, well, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just did it. Mm-hmm. So from that point on, she was like, okay, well, what else can you do? And that's always, wow. that's all, that's always been a focal point for me. And that's something that stuck with me because it's like, okay, what else can I do? I mean, outside of the realm of, of sport, because I'm probably going to be competing for a long time, but um, I've accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish in bodybuilding. I turned pro. I won the National Mr. Olympia Championship. I won multiple weightlifting championships. You know, I've, I've got uh, multiple, uh, to name a few, you know, so I, I've pretty much done everything in the realm that I could do. Probably with the exception of doing special forces. If I could mm-hmm. walk, I'd be a special forces person. And mm-hmm. that's pretty much like the only thing that I didn't get to do. I you, you, you already, Roy, you're already a special force. <laughs> you're already a special and that, force, And there's man. that, you know, that, that's definitely you. true. So, uh, you're already a special force, man. You know. And you know what, and I, I don't want to, um, you know, we believe it or not, we're already coming up on five minutes, five minutes left, you know, so I, I definitely want to make sure that we wrap up with enough time so that people can continue to check you out or, you know, get more information about what, you know, what you're up to. Um, so uh, I saw on a website uh, where you were talking about the first time that you had your first fan. Can you go a little bit into that, you know, the whole what else can you do? I like you. You did your homework. Um, <laughs> yeah. In regards to that, I was at my first uh, powerlifting world championship meet, and the guy comes up to me after the show, and he has a son who is in a stroller, and the son is, uh, his wrist and his hands are balled together. Mm. And the dad says to me, he says, my son says he wants to be just like you. We've been following you, so we had to come meet you. And I spent maybe about a good 45 minutes mm. talking to them. Wow. Um, just to know 
that you have the power to impact somebody. It's not even the, he might not never, that might not never happen. But what if? But what if? Because there, there was a point in time where I couldn't open my, but my grandmother uh, was playing video games, which is why my mm-hmm. grandmother would be like, the coolest grandmother ever. Like uh, I was getting ready to say, wow, grandmother playing video games. That's yeah, she's like 74 and still plays video games. She's awesome. But, but uh, she had Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Okay. And I remember playing Batman and Mario. And, um, mm. you know, you lose, you get mad. So mm. I had to learn how to open up my hands to reach and manipulate certain buttons. So the more I played and the more I got mad, the more my hands opened up. Okay. Wow. So, um, you know, like I said, just to know that you have that much power, so much influence over someone, and you can inspire them to do something. I've done my job uh, multiple times over. That is Mm. amazing. Because Mm. you you don't look at yourself in that kind of light. But somebody else that looks at you, it's not supposed to give you a big head. It's supposed to let you know how important you are and how yeah, not give you a, Yeah, Rory, not give you a big, big head, but give you a big heart, you know? Right. Right. Definitely. Which I can tell, you know, uh, when I read that and everything, I was like, okay, I definitely, definitely want to get the, get you, get this guy on, on the podcast uh, to share with the family out there. In wrapping up, Rory, how can people, you know, if they want to follow you on Instagram or they want to hear more, how can people, you know, stay in contact? Um, you can follow me on my Instagram at the Stone Tower House. You can follow me on my Twitter at the Stone Tower. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at backslash the Stone Tower House. You can go to my website that has all my social media which is www.thestonepowerhouse.com. That also has my training, my prices, all the different services I offer, different podcasts I've done, different articles I've written. Um, So if you go to my website, thestonepowerhouse.com, that's kind of the central hub. All right, y'all. All right. Again, Rory, thank you for being on the on the podcast, man. Uh, thank you. Yeah, man. Much love to you and our family. Keep shining. Keep climbing. Peace. Peace.